Let's get to rummaging. Junk drawer. That's good. Is that going to be our theme song from now on? Uh, yeah, that's, well, it leads, it's the theme song that leads into the theme song. So the pre-theme? The pre-theme. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, any, any, any fucking podcast worth its salt has a pre-theme. I'm ready to go. There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm Josh. And we're going to talk about things uh, that you would find in your junk drawer or catch-all for those of you who say that. Yeah, I, which still blows my mind that people would say that. Um, premise of the show goes like this. One of us picked a topic, did some research, and is ready for work, and the other didn't do shit, so they get to learn along with you. Yeah, sincerely in my sweatpants. So much fun. Uh, today is uh, me. I picked the topic today, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, the first you. one's me. Yeah, that's Good, because I didn't uh, do shit today. Great. <laughs> great. So I'm if so you glad. didn't do shit, this is going to be a really weird episode with us basically talking about our plot for Falcon and the Winter Soldier Save Christmas. I would do that podcast with you 100%. Oh, 100%. Where that's every episode is just another scene from Falcon and the Winter Soldier Save Christmas. Oh, my God. Exterior, Bangkok, <laughs> mid-afternoon. Falcon and Winter Soldier are in a bank. <laughs> They're in a bank. Is that what you think Bangkok means? Bangkok, right? That's where you go? The banks? Is that where all the banks yeah, live? that's where all the banks live. <laughs> anyway, what's in the drawer? What's in the drawer, Kevin? What's in the drawer? What the hell is it? Yep. Ha! Got it! Thank you to intern Craig, who helps us out nowadays and pulls out our shit out of our drawers for us. That sounded not... I didn't mean for it to sound like... No, you meant what it said. You meant what you said. Well, you know. Anyway. Uh, so today's item that we've pulled from the drawer... Oh, man. It is mm -hmm. something that you use... On the reg mm -hmm. that you probably don't think about a whole bunch. It's a hot boy, sauce. boy, oh boy, it always gets you in a sticky situation. So it is hot sauce. Today we're talking about scotch tape. Oh! Whoa! That old chestnut. Hey, Josh, yeah. have you ever used scotch tape? I have used scotch tape. I used <sighs> scotch tape this afternoon. This after fucking noon, Kevin. Would you use scotch tape for this afternoon? All right, so... uh. I have a lot of posters and, you know, cards on my refrigerator, and I've run out of magnets. And I have a really nice Valentine that I got from way back when, and by that I mean February, uh, and it's a little taco, and it just says, let's talk about how awesome you are, and it's a scratch and sniff. I did not know it was a scratch and sniff. Does it until, smell like tacos? It does. It actually <gasps> does smell like tacos. Oh, that's dangerous, because now then all I want is tacos. And all I've been eating is tacos since February. I think it was <laughs> a pre-planned mission. So uh -oh. I used some scotch tape to adhere that to my fridge, because I was like, I don't want to lose this just yet. That's um, see, amazing that it, you, something you actually use today that we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. um, scotch tape is actually one of those things where we call it every all tape, scotch tape, but scotch is actually the brand, not the type of tape. See, I always thought 3M was the brand. Uh, 3M is actually the company that makes scotch tape, okay. which so is scotch the brand tape is a brand of, of tape. tape. Okay. 
Scotch tape is actually known as cellophane tape. Cellophane tape. Mr. Cellophane! Mr. I couldn't stop thinking that since I read that. I was like, I just pictured John C. Raleigh as a roll of tape, just like sticking the things. Pulling it apart like. Now I can't unsee that. And if somebody's out there listening and you want to do some fan art, please draw us a picture of John C. Riley as a roll of cellophane tape and or, send it to us. Or, or record yourself doing a cover of Mr. Cellophane, but it's about scotch tape. Or or someone draw us a picture of cellophane uh, a tape as John C. Riley. John C. Riley is cellophane tape, and then we'll take that song and put it over that in an animated series. Yeah, so that sounds like that needs to happen. And and great because that is a perfect companion piece for Falcon and the Winter Soldier Save Christmas. Oh my Christ! Because you've got to wrap all those presents. Yeah, got to wrap them presents. Oh my God! This is already. Episode three has just launched our careers into a, a whole new way, and I'm <laughs> already Feige fucking excited about this. Kevin is texting me right now. Hang on, Fags. I'll be right with you. Kev, Kev. <laughs> yeah, bud. Uh, well, I was talking to Kevin Feige, but I'll talk to you. Oh. <laughs> hey, Kevin Alves. Uh, cellophane tape is known as a pressure-sensitive adhesive. Can you guess why it's called a pressure-sensitive adhesive, Josh? Because it's going through a lot right now and doesn't need any more. It feels like the rest of us. It's just started therapy, and mm-hmm. it's so happy that it did. Mm-hmm. I think the reason it's called pressure-sensitive adhesive is because it doesn't adhese unless you apply pressure. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah! We're done. No one's going in tomorrow. Hey, Rick, tell him what he's won. What did I win? Uh, a big thumbs up for me, buddy. Ooh, I haven't yeah. had one of those in a while. Thank you. Yeah, dude, I'll give you two. So yes, a pressure-sensitive adhesive is one that you have to press down, press down on, apply pressure to, and that's a scotch tape. You just run your thumb across it, and it's stuck, and that shit doesn't come the fuck off. It doesn't, ever. Scotch tape, or cellophane tape, or adhesive tape, it started in 1930, okay, uh, is when cellophane tape came in. Okay. The predecessor to cellophane tape was masking tape, and masking tape started because there was a gentleman named Richard Drew... Oh, boo. I thought his name was going to be Richard Masking. No, I think that would be amazing. Richard Tape. <laughs> Greg Masking Tape. That's where we get the name. Dr. Greg Masking Tape. Do you think he went to seven years of regular school? No. 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 He's a doctor. He is a uh, doctor. Richard Drew was a lab worker for the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Ah. Three M's. There it is. The Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing. I always wondered what 3M stood for, mm-hmm. and there you go. Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Awesome. Uh, so what he did was he actually was going to, um, they, they made a lot of like rubbers and things like that. So he dealt a lot with um, the car industry and was going to a lot of um, shops and things like that. And one thing that he found that these um, uh, uh, mechanics needed when they were painting their cars, they wanted to do two tones and they wanted to get a really sharp edge. So they couldn't figure out how to get that sharp edge without fucking everything up. Mm. So Richard Drew developed a special adhesive on this piece of paper that you could put any kind of surface. It lays down flat and you can get a sharp edge. Mm -hmm. You can paint along it and then pull it off. So basically he made tape to help people paint their cars to make them look fucking sharp is how tape started the lord's work literally the lord's work it's in the bible yeah yeah job 214 (laughs) but uh yeah so yeah we've got tape because dudes just wanted to paint their cars 
That's awesome. And it doesn't surprise me based on no, how no. many people that I know want to have sharp looking cars. And also, I get it as somebody who is like walking places and sees cars. I go, that is a sharp looking car. So message received. Well, I wonder how they got those edges so straight. Tape. It's because of Richard Drew and the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company and his special adhesive paper that at the time was called cellophane tape. Mr. Cellophane should have been my name, but it was my name, so I'm cellophane. Oh my God, I hope this project works out for us. <laughs> that would be sung by William Bucky Barnes in oh, yes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier Save Christmas. Cellophane tape or scotch tape came along in 1930, but it wasn't until 1932 that someone was like, fuck, we need to put this in something to make shit easier. And that's when the first tape dispenser was made. Because <laughs> originally, <laughs> it was that. just in a, a big fucking roll, and you had to pull it off and cut it with some scissors. So I'm supposed to carry this up the stairs, and this is convenient? What the fuck is this? Now remember, like, think about it already. When you have a fucking roll of tape, and a piece breaks off, and it wraps back on itself. You're like, for an hour, picking at the fucking corner, like, trying to find it. Yeah, it's impossible. That's the only way you could get it then. Could you imagine how fucking annoying that shit was? The 30s were the worst time ever in the world. Um, Yes. Yes. Can confirm, I'm sure. That's true. Hey, Josh, do you know why uh, the company calls it Scotch Tape? I want to believe... Okay, let's get really weird with it. I want to believe because the person who was in charge of the adhesive accidentally spilled some scotch into the mix and gave it a particular scent. And from here on out, everyone refers to it as the scotch tape because it smells like scotch. Oh, that's fucking awesome. And I really wish that was the reason. Mm, well, clearly it's not. But it was that actually... Would be insane, Kevin. It would uh, actually be through hatred and bigotry. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, as most things in the 30s in america are richard drew in before it was uh, cellophane tape was introduced to the public in 1930 in the uh, around 1925 he was still shopping around some design stuff and seeing how what how much how, how wide it needed to be like what type of adhesive exactly needed to be on there how much adhesive needed to be on there so he actually came up with some that only had an adhesive more towards the edges okay so it really only stuck down along the sides where along you needed to get the sharp right, edge which made it really great for painting sure right but turns out it didn't because it wasn't holding in place because it didn't have enough adhesive on it so the story goes that one body shop painter who was so frustrated with the fact that it didn't have enough on it said take this tape back to those scotch bosses of yours and tell them to put more adhesive on it <laughs> so 3m was like cool and then so because of that they called it scotch tape and that's why it the packaging is a uh, red plaid and green plaid uh, oh on it. So, that's why okay because there's a tartan on it apparently they were like oh you're gonna talk shit about our people great awesome they just laid into it they're like no this is scotch tape from the scotch region of france otherwise it's just sparkling self-adhesive no i love that that's amazing i had no i I had no idea that that was the reason why it had a tartan uh, look to the backing yeah, when you get the, the dispensers. They leaned into it so hard that in 1944, they came up with a mascot for Scotch Tape. You want to take a stab at what his name was? No, without sounding offensive? No, I don't want to. All right, all right, I'll, all right. I want to believe, I want to believe it was Robert the Bruce. No, that would be much better. But Damn. The name of their 1944 mascot was... Scotty McTape. Scotty McTape. 
Was it that, really? Yes, his name was Scotty McTate, <gasps> a little boy who wore a red and black plaid kilt with a little black and red hat. Holy uh, shit, was I he, right? Like, that was legitimately his name, Scotty, Scotty McTape? Scotty McTape was Get his name. Get the fuck out of here! And, yep, he, and it was total 1944's marketing. It was a little cartoon of a little Scottish kid wearing a little kilt and a hat, and he just oh fucking God. loved scotch tape. I just pulled that out of nowhere. I thought you would just a- look that up. No, no. I, I just said Scotty McTape, and you were like, correct. I'm like, I hate that I'm right. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It's like 1944. They're like, let's make it. Let's give him really, like, let's let's really dig into the Scottish thing. We're going to give him a like, really authentic Scottish name that goes along with our product. What do you think it should be? <laughs> Scotty McTape? Great. Let's get out of here and get some, some whiskey. Drinks all around? Oh my fuck, that's insane. Scotty McTape. I'm so glad they retired that mascot. I, I seems like in times of economic hardships, there's usually a couple of different businesses or companies or products that seem to thrive in a time when there's not a lot of money because of its usefulness for people who don't have a lot of money. And Scotch Tape actually had a surge in demand during the Great Depression because... People didn't have a lot of money to do things like repair stuff. So they used scotch tape to do things like fix books, mend their curtains, fix their clothing, you know? Because that's, you see some people are like, I just put a piece of tape in the inside of my thing and it holds it together. You're mm-hmm. like, why don't you just fucking sew it? And they're like, nah, it's just tape. You put yeah, some tape on it, you know? Tape. Scotty McTape told me. Can we have a moment for how rando and perfect that is that that was legitimately a guess i am floored that you got that also not surprised but the reason why i think that that should be noted is that i'm like that's just the base level of bullshit fucking ad men nonsense that you would get in the 90s like ah scotty mctape people got hot raises for that people got raises for that um, Goodyear, you know Goodyear, you know those know folks of, over I know at Goodyear. They, they make blimps. They used um, tape, cellophane-style tape, for the inner supportive ribs of their dirigibles to prevent corrosion. Oh, to prevent corrosion. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Because I was originally thinking like, well, I will never go in a blimp. <laughs> Also, the word dirigibles sounds like uh, like a, a failed 80s cartoon. Kind of like the Popples. Was it the Popples and the Wuzzles and shit? The dirigibles? We're going after the Kaiser. And it's just a fucking bunch of animated blimps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like planes, but with blimps. Yes, dirigibles. It's the new Pixar film coming out. <laughs> Come see dirigible. <laughs> It's the sad part is is like the star dirigible when he's a, when he's a baby blimp both of his parents explode. Yeah, that's, that's how, how the movie that's, starts. It's definitely a Pixar thing. So, do you know why they're called dirigibles? No, I don't actually. Why do they call them dirigibles? Uh, they were originally called dirigible balloons because uh, the French ballon dirigible often shorted to dirigible, which means steerable. So that's uh, and and then the guy that invented it, Harry, uh, yeah, Henry Gifford, Henri Giffard. That's that's why he called it a, a dirigible, it's like a steerable balloon, is where that comes from. Joshua, in 1953, Soviet scientists showed that triboluminescence caused by peeling a roll of unidentified scotch tape in a vacuum can produce X-rays. What? Wait, hang on. So what you're saying is, if you were to pull scotch tape apart, a, 
Wait, off of another piece of scotch tape? Or just in half, or just tearing it apart. Because triboluminescence, I had to look this up because I love it. Man, great words today. Dirigibles, triboluminescence, great sure. words today. Triboluminescence is a phenomenon in which light is generated when a material is mechanically pulled apart, ripped, scratched, crushed, or rubbed. The phenomenon is not fully understood, but appears to be caused by the separation and reunification of static electrical charges. Triboluminescence can be observed when breaking sugar crystals and peeling adhesive tapes. What? And that could actually produce enough light that then can cause x-rays. What? To the point where in 2008, American scientists performed an experiment that showed that those rays can be strong enough to leave an x-ray image of a finger on photographic paper. So that light in that vacuum is strong enough to leave an image on photographic paper. So just the mere act of pulling a piece of scotch tape apart can create enough energy to leave an x-ray on a piece of paper if done in a vacuum. Correct. My God. Fucking science, man. Yeah, and I people, fucking love some fucking science. How could you not love science, man? It's the, it's, it's the real-life magic. I mean, honestly, now all I want to do is make shows about the things you can do with scotch tape. Right. Because apparently you can, you can x-ray... Uh, through walls you, you can fix zeppelins like it's the super tape is it the new podcast we're going to call it the adventures of scotty mctape <laughs> that would be amazing and it would be hosted by a small scottish boy yeah well, actually from scotland for real oh yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> you're not gonna fuck around we're going straight no. to the source yeah or david Tennant. <sighs> he's scottish can we, right can we, i think so if not he can pretend to be i just want to hang out with him can we afford him uh, yes. Oh, great. Oh, great, Josh. Yeah, no, no, he absolutely is Scottish. We're flashing forward to 2021. Flashing forward in a flash of scotch tape tear. X-rays left behind on the wall. Scotch tape now comes in a stupid amount of varieties. Because there's magic tape. There's transparent tape, which is okay. completely see-through, but a little shiny. You've seen that before. Where oh, it's yeah, like, it doesn't have the cloudy look to it at first. Uh, there's double-sided tape, which has the sticky on both sides. There's removable tape, the tape you can put down and then pick back up. Which I think is funny because I would assume most tape should be removable, but I do love that they're like, no, no, this is the only one. Yeah, actually, most tape is actually pretty permanent. Like, you put a piece of scotch tape on something, if you're going to get it off, it's going to damage whatever it's coming off because it's like, no, fuck you, I'm here. I'm a pressure-sensitive adhesive, and I'm here to fucking stay. Uh, so they have removable tape now, so it can come off paperwork and stuff like that. It's I, I think they use it a lot on those. Have you seen those tabs they put on, like, documents? It's like, sign here, sign here, sign here, yeah, those little tabs. Yeah, that's removable. Yeah, that stuff comes okay. off. It doesn't, d- doesn't damage. It's not... It's not like Great Depression tape where they were like, I got to fucking glue my family back together. I've got to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have to fix my water pipes or yeah, we're all going to die. I got to tape up. I've got to tape up my pants and also my gas line. Um, uh, and they also have super hold tape, which will never let go. Super hold. The one that never stops calling. So many uses for fucking cellophane fucking tape. Mr. Cellophane. Seriously, someone draw John C. Riley as a roll of tape. Or the late Sean Connery as Scotty McTape. Oh, God damn it. I would love the idea. I would love, why didn't they hit Sean Connery up for that? Well, I guess he wasn't, you know, supreme yet. But like in the 70s, they should have hit him up. Often I find my life is coming apart. But with Scotty, with my, I love the idea that he's doing the voice of Scotty McTape. What's going on, lads? Feels like your life is coming apart. (laughs) 
and then Scotty from Star Trek is, 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 is the other host. And it's just, they get as many Scottish Why people in. Why don't you in. try to glue these two phone books together? We can't do it! We don't have enough teeth! When I'm doing my research now and I'm Googling stuff, I, I've, I personally feel that if you can't find like good, solid information about a thing in the first like three pages of Google, then you're done. Like that's yeah, don't go done. any further because outside of that, it's just stupid shit, right? Mm-hmm. But what I've started doing now is <laughs> a little segment I called Page 8. <laughs> a little thing I like to do for myself called Page, page 8. eight. Page eight is what, where it's after I do my research and I find what I like and all the information I want to talk about, I'll then just click over to page eight on Google and see what kind of weird shit might be associated. So my page eight for scotch tape was, it was really just a bunch of places to buy scotch tape, but there was a person that goes by the name The Magician. I hate this. Who is a DJ. Love it. And had a video that was releasing what he called Magic Tape 100 Reveal. What? And it was a video of this guy basically doing, I'm assuming, his DJ album. (laughs) (sighs) And of course, he's this. Doing his act? He's a terrible white guy. In wearing a white t-shirt and a blazer. It's another terrible white guy. And this video has been set up as if he's... It looks like he's DJing a cruise ship. Oh, no. And he's got full lights set up, and he's fucking jamming out with his headphones on, like fucking DJing. Like yeah, ma- he's the magician. He should be fucking making magic. And everything sounds like terrible fucking music for a fucking Princess Cruise Line goddamn all-inclusive snowbird fucking celebration fucking thing. And it Mm -hmm. was not even celebrate good times. It's like shitty. It reminded me a lot of the kind of music that you would get on a CD at the checkout at a Hallmark store. So my page eight for Scotch Tape is The Magician. With his Magic Tape 100 reveal, you can find him on Facebook. And if you want to have some wonderful cruise ship techno house music for your next party, check out The Magician. I hate this whole journey we just went on. (laughs) I don't want to go there again. So get ready, folks. More Page 8. Anytime I'm hosting now, I'm going to go with a Page 8 of Deep Dive into Dumb, Dumb Shit. Um. What a fucking wonderful journey we just had, Josh. Fucking scotch tape, Scotty McTape. I think it's interesting that I never thought of masking tape as paper with adhesive. Yeah. Like you just think of it as the adhesive. When in reality, it's a piece of paper with adhesive on the back of it. Yeah. Am I drunk or is that incredible or is it both? That is fucking science. It is drunk, credible science. Um, guess what time it is, Josh? Guess what time oh, it is? Oh, come on. No, we've been having fun. <laughs> nope, it's time for Pop Quiz. Gross. All right, fine. Pop Quiz for three questions going back to see what you remember about Scotch Tape. Question number one, Josh. What does the company name 3M stand for? Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. God damn it, Josh. You're yeah! so fucking good. You fourth grade teacher. Just kidding. That was Mrs. Novish, and she was awesome. And I was I was rude. That was rude. I didn't actually mean her. I just meant like generic for anyway, Mrs. Novish, outstanding. She's the reason why I remembered that. Josh, second question. What type of adhesive is scotch tape? Pressure sensitive adhesive. Woo! 
Yeah. That one goes out to Mrs. Pospisil. She was fifth grade teacher. And final question. In what year was the tape dispenser introduced? Oh, damn it. Um, 1960-something. Damn it. Oh, boo. Damn it. That goes out to none of my teachers. Josh, it was introduced two years after the introduction of Scotch Tape, which would be 1932. Damn it. All right. So, so, so pretty new. That's interesting that they were like, well, in the 1930s, here's this gigantic roll of tape. It sucks. We got to do something about this toot sweet. Josh, um, this has been a, uh, a fabulous time hanging out with you. Before we go, I want to give a huge Mr. Th- uh, thank. Huge Mr. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're doing that from now on. You're getting a big old Mr. Huge thank you. Mr. Thank you to my dear friend, Mr. Jason Moody, who wrote and performed our fucking theme song, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> and I want to give I want to give a big old Mr. Thank you to uh, big old Dick Drew. Big for, old Dick Drew. Because Scotch Dave has saved my ass on many occasions. Mm. Uh, and not just my actual ass. And not when like, you just blew out your pants many other times. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> Join us next time when we go back to the junk drawer and get to rummaging. Cue Mr. the theme song. Thank you, everyone. Oh, shit, I covered you. Do that again. Cue the theme song. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock It's just lying in your junk drawer Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.